Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. I want to talk to you about this Holy Spirit because how many know, man, we got to have the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us and helping us and finding out who He is and what He does and how He works. Come on. Amen. Ain't that true? Look what it says here about the Holy Ghost. Amen. These things have I spoken unto you, being present with you. What were those things? But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall what? Come on, read it. He shall do what? Teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said to you. But the comforter will come and do what? He's going to do what? Two things he's going to do right now, he said. He said, I'll teach you all things and I'll bring things to your remembrance. So here's what the Holy Ghost does. He teaches you all things. Now I want to stay right there. He teaches you what? All things. That just ain't God things. He teaches you everything. He'll teach you things you don't even know of. You understand what I mean by that? He'll give you wisdom where you don't even have wisdom. He'll give you guidance where you don't have guidance. He'll give you instruction where you need instruction. He'll do everything. He's God. Amen. He'll lead you where you don't need. So before we even talk about, next week we'll talk about how he brings things to your remembrance. But how about this? He'll teach you all things. That's his job. So what are some of the things he's going to teach me? You ever ask that? Like he could teach you anything and everything. Most of it comes from recall about what you put in you. But I want to talk about a couple of just quick keys of what he's teaching me. Number one, he's teaching me how to walk in love. That's what he does. He teaches you how to walk in love. He teaches you and me how to walk in love. Check this out. The level of closeness that we're going to have with God is dependent upon my level of knowledge. Okay? The level of closeness I'm going to have with God is dependent upon my level of what? Knowledge. That's why i got to renew my mind to who he is and what he does. So what is he going to teach me? He's going to teach me and you how to love. Ain't that good? Now, I say love like normal love or human love. I'm talking about spiritual love. You know what I mean by spiritual love? Look at John 13, 34. How does he teach you how to love? Now, this might seem generic, but are you walking in love? You know what I mean? Now, walking in love doesn't mean you're a doormat. You get pushed around, right? Love is kind of strong. You know what I mean? Love, love, God's kind of love is not like making you a pushover. God's kind of love is what? It's kind of like almost a little authoritative in its way because love, love doesn't fail, but love is also not just like, you know, Sloppy mercy and all that stuff. God's kind of love is agape. You know what agape means? Kind of like it's the God kind of love. You can't explain it. It's not human love. It's not the love of a mom. It's not the love of this. It's not the love of that. It's God's love, and it's different, amen? And a new commandment I give unto you, what is that? That you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. Did you get that? What's this new commandment? That you love one another as who? I loved you. You also love one another. Look at 35. But by this, all men shall know that you are my disciple. So he said this, you can't what? He said, by love, other people are going to know you're a Christian. Oh, that's great. Come on, right? You tell me, by, by this, all men shall know that you are my disciple if you what? Love one another. Come on, man. How's your love walk? All right, easy now. How's love looking? You know what I'm saying? How's your love looking? Come on, man. 
You guys are all quiet. You back row better start talking back to me. Come on. By this, all men shall know that you are my disciple. Look at verse 34. Read it again. I know it's got to settle in. You're like, oh, praise be to God. Am I going to get rebuked today? No. A new commandment I give unto you. Love one another. How? Read it real slow. As I have loved you. Oh, wait a minute. Stop. Time out. Pause. He's telling me I got to love you the way he loved me, not the way I want to love you. Now you got it. It is, because God's made some really special people. They are supernaturally special. How many of you know some supernaturally special people that God has expected you to love? Just look straight ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you're really pain. You know what I'm saying? How many of you like, you know, like, man, really? Walk in love with this one? How many think God had a bad day? Just every once in a while, come on, Donnie, just like on a Tuesday, like, it was like, I get it, God. It was like Monday morning, like around 9, and that's when you, gave, get, you, you let him loose in the earth. I don't know. I don't know what you were thinking. Obviously, you weren't. <laughs> Obviously, you're not thinking about my well-being, creating some of these people that really bother me. But, hey, God, you know what? I get it. You know, that's funny. You should all think about it because you know why? It's true. You got some people that are sometimes not the easiest to really cohabitate with, but God expects you to walk in love. Now, love doesn't mean you're pushover, but love means this. You expect, come on, you expect people to respond in a certain way. They don't, but that doesn't mean you get to be, what, exempt from love. So basically, here's what we do. We go, okay, I'm doing life, and you should respond like this, but because you didn't respond like this, I want to, what, explain why I'm not going to do what God asked me to do. Can't do it. Did you get it? I'll go slow, because that's a lot to think in your head. So really, I'm, not, I'm being serious. You guys are really smart. You guys got this thing, but here's what happens in life. These people act like God knows what, and God is still expects me and you to walk in love with this stuff, and we go, you got to be kidding me. But he goes, hey, look, I walk with you when you weren't walking too hot, so I expect you only to do what I did with you. This ain't about nobody else but me and you. Did you get that? Can you pull it in? You want to say it again? You want me to say it again? Did I go too quick? I'll say it again. Yeah, no, it's good. This is cool. God goes, hey, look, look at what I did for you. Now all I'm expecting you to do for them is what I did for you. This ain't got nothing to do with them. Because I loved you when you were a clown, Sarno. I was picking on me. You were a real piece of work, bro. I, still, I didn't stop loving you. Matter of fact, I came and got you when you were out in left field. You didn't find me. I found you. I, I, you were kind when I was cussing you out. You were kind. I'm just being straight. I was lost, man. Look, so you, I was still good when you were not acting good. So now I don't expect you to be like, don't, you don't have to be like this with Michael because Michael's performance, you need to be like this because my performance with you. Now just give him what I gave you. This ain't got nothing to do with him but everything to do with you. See it? You got it? So he's going to teach you how to do that. How many know that ain't going to be easy if you ain't paying attention? Did you pull that in? Did you get that? So he said this, by, all, by this all men shall know that you're my disciple. So the Holy Spirit's going to do this. He's going to lead you towards love. Now watch this. You ever do this? Ever, now watch this. You ever had I, I, any idea that doesn't line up with the God kind of love that you hold on to for too long? God ain't leading you down that road. That's your free will choice. 
This is how he leads us. You know what I say? Oh, be led by the Spirit. And we want to be all super spiritually weird. You know, you meet that person out in the parking lot. They look like they've been floating. You don't know them. You don't know. You never got one of those pocket parking lot prophecies, we call it. You ever meet one of those special spiritual people? You, got, you know what? You guys lying in church. Nine o'clock lies in church. 1030 lies even more. You know what I'm talking. You've never had that one person in church come up to you who's like spiritually a little creepy. You know what I'm saying? It like a little weird, man, all right? You know what I'm saying? Like, brother, I was in the spirit, and I seen angels, and the angel came and talked to me, and you're like, oh, did you now? Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? You know we got one. I don't know where I went. How did I, am I invisible all of a sudden? That was pretty cool. I'm over here. There I am. Hey, you found me. I don't know how they did that. I moved around a lot, and they couldn't even find me. That was so cool. I thought I vanished. I thought the rapture happened and left all you people here. <laughs> God, right? But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's spiritually kind of like a little out there kind of stuff, and you're like, oh, great, now what? And then you you got to walk, you're walking in love, or you know, like we say be led by the Spirit, and people make it this big, you know, like, oh, no, this is walking in love. What I'm trying to get you to see is we want to make a, some spiritually spectacular supernatural event and God is leading you in practical life application, and we're missing it day after day. This is what the Holy Spirit does. I get up tomorrow, and I feel like, man, I got some thoughts that I don't like. You want to know why? Because they're always connected to feelings. I asked God this week, I said, I don't like that thought, not because the thought was bad or the words were bad. I didn't like the feeling it brought with it. So what am I supposed to do with that? See, that's what the Holy Spirit's trying to do. He's trying to get you to disconnect those thoughts and the feelings that they bring so they do not disrupt your daily routine of life. You getting that? So he's trying to do that on a daily. Like, why do I feel like that? You ever have somebody tell you something and you feel something that ain't good and you don't know why? Or you hear something internally and it brings a feeling you don't like? That's 1 Corinthians. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. You want to see that? Go to 2 Corinthians 10.3. You need to see this stuff. It's good for you, right? So I don't like that feeling that came with that thought. I don't like the feeling that came with that day. You know, it says, for the weapons of our warfare, warfare, war, the weapon of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. You know? See that right? There it is. See, I got that right, Bruce. 10.3, right? Right? It says, right? Yeah. For we walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. So there's a battle going on. Did you know that? I praise God. Look at four. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God for the pulling down of strongholds. Ain't that good news? Yeah. We all read this scripture a hundred times. Yeah. Let me show you how to life applicate this. Ready? Right? Pull this one. Five. Cast down imaginations. How many of you been hanging on to too many imaginations? Yep. Vi- you know what I'm saying? Visions. You got to reprogram your vision. You know what I mean? Got to cast, cast down what? Imagination, images. Now, let me explain something. Now, I'm in a good teaching pocket. Ready? Words are pictures. They're not words. Every word you hear and see is not a word. It's a picture. You've never seen a word a day in your life. You've never really even heard a word like you think you heard a word because the word has a picture. So, watch this. When you hear dog, you think D-O-G, the letters? No, you think you're a dog, some goofy dog, the neighbor's dog that doesn't shut up, the dog that somebody gave you that you didn't want. Come on, somebody. And if you don't think of that, you think of Lassie. Come on, somebody. 
Right? Right? You think a cat? You ever think of C-A-T? Ain't even no cat. You think about that goofy cat that runs over from the neighbor's house. You think about your cat, the neighbor's cat, somebody's cat. You don't like cats. I don't know. Cats. Don't say that around Karen. You're going to get in trouble. Right? right? So you understand what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? You see this? So everything's word. Cast down imaginations or images. You got images. You don't got words coming at you all day. They're images. They're pictures. You see it? Any, anything you say, health. Right? You don't think H-E-A-L. You think feeling your body. I got a pain in my thing, my aching bunion, my back, my neck. Come on, right? You think like this. Anything we talk about, you understand what? You don't think letters. You don't think, oh, here's a letter. No, you don't look at that word. Oh, here's a word. No, you think of the image that it creates. Come on, right? Say, oh, watch this. Okay, great. Cast down a magic high thing. What's a high thing? Things that are exalting themselves above the word of God. So if God says blessed and what, lack of blessing, that's a, that's a high thing. God says healthy, unhealthy is a high thing. God says blessed, something that doesn't make you look blessed is a high thing. All those negative things, get rid of them. That's up to you. See it? Bring into captivity every thought to obedience of Christ. Every thought. Oh, God, I got a project. Where are them thoughts coming from? Funny how he said Images, thoughts, he tells you what they are. They're thoughts. He said, where'd that thought come from? Where'd that come from? Where'd it come from? Where'd it come from? You got to track it. Where'd it come from? Look what it says next. Look at verse 6. It says, and having in readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Ain't that something? So when's my obedience fulfilled? When I bring every thought captive. What's my responsibility? Discipline it. You ain't got no, listen, man, you ain't got, everybody say, oh, you ain't, you don't have no temptation, you don't have no struggle, you don't have no mind pressure that you cannot eventually deal with if I teach you these principles. Because they're lies, they ain't yours. You're taking ownership of thoughts that ain't even yours. Yeah, because your head's, your head's like a container, it comes in, doesn't mean it's yours. Why are you taking ownership of thoughts that ain't yours? Ain't my thought, where'd it come from? They come from me, man. So get rid of them. How do I get rid of them? You discipline them. Well, I don't want to discipline them. Well, then they're going to keep, they're going to keep coming. Right. See what I'm saying? So what's the Holy Spirit doing? He's trying to help you discipline those things and say, no, no, that ain't you. That ain't who you are. That ain't what you do. That's not who you think. That's not how you are. Get rid of it. You see it? That, see, letter the Spirit ain't floating around in the parking lot like some wackadoo. I'm just trying to help you understand because everybody thinks the spirit of God is like all oh, weird. He ain't weird. He's practical. He's simple. He's easy to understand. You see, the problem is this. People don't spend time with him. They don't know who he is. So they try to make him some illusion for people in the church to act spiritual. The most spiritual people I know are the most normal people you've ever met. Do you understand that? Now, I'm pushing it a little bit because I want you know him a lot better than you think you do, the Holy Ghost. He's in you. He's leading you. He's got in you. He came and moved inside of you. See it? So he's going to lead me towards love. So every time I feel like I want to hold my opinion for too long that doesn't line up with love, he ain't leading you. You're leading you. Every time he's outside of that thing, like, I want to be mad. You staying mad too long, he ain't leading you. Come on, you see it? You staying upset too long, he ain't leading you. He's leading you to love. He wants you to get through that love filter. Now, love don't mean you're a pushover and you get beat up. Love, I can love you from afar, but I got to make sure my heart's right. See, because I need him to lead me. You understand it? Are you seeing what I'm saying? He's trying to lead you, guide you, and help you. That's what happens all the time. Where's the next place he helps you? Look at this. Check this out. 
Love's got to be learned, though. That's big. He's going to help you walk by faith. He's going to lead you always to faith. Did you get this? What does he do? He brings what to my remembrance? Everything that has to do with love. What's love? Love is kind. Love is patient. Love is gentle. Love has self-control. Love does not boil over jealously. Love does not think of a suffered wrong. Love. You want? Go to 1 Corinthians 13, Amplified. Let's read it. Quick. We're going to read it quick because it's painful. Right? 1 Corinthians 13, we start like 4. Yeah, it's like, you know, he talks about being a gong and a cymbal. I don't, I don't I mean, it, it sounds cute, but it really is funny. But, you know what I mean? Sometimes you look at this. 1 Corinthians 13, they'll find it. And when they find it up there, you're going to see it. And it says, I think verse 4 is a good place to start. I think 3 starts talking about, you know, one talks about the thing, don't be a gong, don't be a symbol. Don't be a, I like it in the Amplified because the Amplified is really strong because the Amplified explains it, over-explains it, and gives you terminology that lets you understand. This is what love looks like. You ready for this? Okay, you ready? Okay. Love, and you want to start with 3? Let's see what 3 says. Is that 3? Even, yeah, 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 yeah. He says, he says, he says, if you don't got love, you're in trouble. You're gaining nothing. Look at verse 4. You ever read this in the Amplified? Never see this in Amplified? Watch this. Love endures long. Now, you read this a couple of times. Now, next week, I'm going to talk to you about recall. You know what recall means? You take me to work, right? You take me to work. I don't know nothing about this job. You take me to work. You start telling me what's up. You put knowledge in me. I can bring to remembrance the knowledge you give me. But if I don't have the knowledge, I can't remember something I don't know nothing about. So that's why you got to stay in the word, and that's why you go to church. Everybody's like, I don't need to go to church. You need to go to church five times a day <laughs> so I can get this stuff in you. You know what I'm saying? So you can learn about God, and then you go and you get it. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm saying. So you got to put these in, and these things could come to your recall, but I can only bring to recall what I've put in you, whatever you put in you. You get what I'm saying? So when you read this, you go, there it is. Okay, love is what? Enduring long. How many know it's patient, it's kind. Love is never envious. That's not easy. Come on, right? Don't you envy some things? Yeah, you do. Come on. It's normal. Cast it down next time it shows up. Don't be envious of somebody, right? Nor boils over with jealousy. So love doesn't get jealous. How many get jealous? See, this is how you crush these days. I, everybody got a little bit of this stuff. You know what I mean? You get a little jealous. You get a little weird. Come on, man. Wake up. Stop lying to yourself and face off with this stuff. You know what I mean? Just face off with it. You ain't got to tell nobody. Don't tell nobody anyway. Say, man, I got a problem with that. I'm going to face off with that thing. I'm going to crush it. You know what I mean? Don't worry about it, man. How about this one? Never, is not boastful, does not vain gloriously, does not display itself haughtily. You know what I mean? So it ain't all big and all that. Now, now, this is where it gets rough, right? It's not conceited, arrogant, or inflated with pride. So, right? So how many of you might say, well, sometimes I'm a little arrogant. I get a little bit prideful. Whatever. We all got junk, right? It is not rude, okay? It does not act unbecomingly. Love God's in us. Woo! does not insist on its own rights or its own way. Right? You guys with me? It's not self-seeking. It's not touchy. Oh, God. Or fretful. Or resentful. Takes no account of evil done to it and pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Keep going. It does not rejoice in injustice, 
in unrighteousness, but rejoices when what? Right and truth prevail. Watch this. Keep going. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes. It's ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are faithless under all circumstances. And what? It endures everything without weakening. Nice. Keeps going. Love never fails. Never fades out. Becomes obsolete. Comes to an end. Love. Prophecy says words out and all that stuff. But did you get that? Man, ain't that good? That's God's love. So the next time we got those things trying to rub us, we got to go, hey, man, am I there? See it? Did you pull it in? It's love. That's God's love. Now, that ain't human love. Human love don't look like that. Human love, human love is the opposite of all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is human? Human love is selfish, man. You know, most of it, so, so. That's why, that's why, that's why re, the rules of relationship, remember we were talking about that? All your relationship people pay attention. The rules of relationship are founded on these principles, not humanistic stuff. See, when your rules of relationship are, are, are forged like this, they supersede natural man kind of re relationship and interaction because they're founded on principles like this. What's your marriage going to look like when you find it on these principles? You think married people are doing this? You can forget it. This is what you didn't do. This is what you don't do. This is what you don't do. This is what you don't do. It's both boys and girls. You don't do this, and you don't do that, and you don't do this, and you don't do that. Everything's I, I, me, me. You don't do this. You don't mean this. You don't mean that. When's the last time you got up and decided to do something for somebody else? That's how you do it. But it's all talk until you start living it. Because you're self-sacrificing, and you know what you realize? Nobody else really is trying to quest for this next level stuff, so you're the only one who looks like you're doing it. What do you care? You come to please man or please God? My reward ain't coming from people in the earth. It's coming from God. So just go in there and live your life the best way you can. Come on. I'm telling you, man. You got to do it. I'll tell you. You build these principles now. You don't have to worry about it later. All right? How about this one? Boom. He's teaching you how to walk by faith. Come on. Give me 10 minutes. I'll let you go. Right? What do you mean walk by faith? He is faith. Right? Listen. This kind of faith we're dealing with here is the faith of God. Look at 2 Corinthians 4.13, right? It's the spirit of faith. He's going to try to lead you into faith. He's going to try to lead you to walking in love. He's trying to lead you. This is what I'm trying to say. The Holy Spirit is guiding you each and every day. He lives in you. When you got born again, know ye not your body's temple of living God? He's living in you. Where do you think he's leading you? He's living, leading you to watch this. He's leading you to be a person of love, but he's teaching you to be a alert person of faith. Why? Because you got to understand something. Faith is beliefs. So this is going to help govern your life. Because watch this. How many of you or me are meditating on wrong beliefs all day long and creating stuff we do not need to create in our life? See, when I talk about faith, you know what everybody thinks? Well, you're talking about believe you receive promises. No, I'm talking about live your life each and every day and do not have wrong beliefs in you that are creating chaos in your life. Like I got to, you face something, you're like, uh, I don't know if I can overcome it. You can overcome everything and anything because faith is in you to do it. I don't care what it is. See what I'm saying? Amen. See what I'm saying? When I say faith, what do you think? Receive promises. Now, I'm talking about living each and every day in your right belief system. Because faith is simply what you believe. So look what he says there. We having the same spirit of faith. What do you mean spirit of faith? He's talking about God gave you the spirit of his faith. Okay? You understand that? Spirit of faith. Faith is a spirit. It's a spiritual action like we all think alike. Therefore, what? 
says, according as it's written here, believe, therefore I have I spoken. So it's like what? We having the same spirit of faith, faith, according as it is written, I believe, therefore I speak. I find what is written, I believe, and therefore I speak. That's the spirit of faith. That's how the spirit of faith works. You only believe what you have seen written, and you only speak what you believe. What's your life going to look like when you start doing that? I'm only going to believe in between my ears what I see written, not what I hear, because what I hear might not be truth. See it? What's your life going to look like when you start rejecting things that have not been written? That's where he's leading you. So when you want to meditate on what has not been written, he ain't part of it. Did you get that? Did you get what I just said? I'm not playing. Did you get that? That's good. You get that? I got to say it again, again, again. When, what's your life going to look like? What's your life going to look like when you, I've been tugging on people today. You notice that? Like, what do you, what, what's your life going to look like when you do not believe things that have not been written? So somebody goes say, hey, you're a loser. Time out. Wait a minute. Let me see if that's been written about me. Sorry, he says I'm victorious at everything I do. I cannot allow that in my mind space. What's your in-between ears going to look like? Your head. When you go, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Oh, you've been, I've been married to you 50 years, and you're a piece of work. You're a jerk. Time out. Time, time out. Paul, 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 Paul's beautiful. Hang on. Some of you dealing with this now. Beautiful. Hang on a minute. Uh, let, me check, let me check the roll of decks of what's been written. Uh, no, it says I've been fearfully and wonderfully made. I might have not performed very well, but that's where love makes up the difference because he's not basing it upon my performance. I'm getting better, praise be to God. I may not be what I want to be, but I'm a whole lot better than I used to be. Sorry, cannot let that sit in between my ears because that has not been written about me. What's your life going to look like when you don't live off of what you think, but you only live off of what is written, and then I got a better one, you're only going to start speaking what's been written about you. Because once, the, see, the Holy Ghost ain't in that stuff. Now, that's a double-edged sword because you cannot think like, oh, great, look at the wonderful person God has put before me. God ain't letting you meditate there, but he's not going to let you also absorb that there. You know what I'm saying? So what are you doing? What's been written? Have you been looking at what's been written or have you been just been looking at See what I'm saying? Are you pulling this in? Because we got to start understanding this stuff that he wants to teach you to go to these places. And here's another thing, too. Boom. Write this down. Number three. I'm going to let you go. He teaches you how to pray. That's what the Holy Ghost does. He's trying to show you how to pray. Because you don't know how to pray. And that's Romans chapter 8. So he's leading me to faith. You see what I'm saying, though, with faith? When, you, when, you, when I first say faith, what do you think? Believe. I believe. I receive. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about faith like this. Do you believe? It's your belief. So what do you believe? What do you believe about situations? What do, you believe, what do you believe about the people around you? What do you believe about your marriage? What do you believe about relationships? What do you believe about money? What do you believe about health? What do you believe about life? What do you believe about peace? What do you believe about promises? What do you believe? Well, I believe that God only wants to... Well, then you don't... You got to know... No, don't you believe. Find out what's been written, and that's all you're allowed to believe. Did you get that? Are you getting me today? Am I going too quick? You know what I'm saying? Like, you like... 
Well, I believe that God, no, time out. Did God say that or did you say that? You know what I'm saying? You know, like people got all these beliefs about God, but no scriptural evidence about God. And they try to force you to believe what they think about God, but they don't know God. And they come in there and try to tell you, well, this is what God, this is what God. How do you know? How do I know that's God? What, has it been written? Or is that your interpretation about what's been written? Thank you very much. You see what I'm saying? And then you're messed up by people's wrong interpretation about the Holy Ghost or things of God. And now you're taking air. No. What has it been written? Find out for yourself what's been written. You know how people want to label you? Oh, you know something? You're, you're this. Well, that ain't being written about me. How many people have been talking negative about you? And no, you don't even know it, and you're absorbing it because you, you're letting people speak in your life don't even have value to speak in your life. They're valuable to you because you love them. But I can't value what you say about me because what you say about me, God did not say about me. So I'm not listening to you. I felt good right there when I said that. <laughs> Time out, pause. Because you know what I've been doing? You know what I've been doing? You should know by now what I'm doing. I have been cultivating myself in patience in the presence of the Lord. And I am not going to tolerate you speaking into my life. I'm not going to tell him that, but you ain't got no PhD to speak prophetically to me. So you just look at him like this, go, yeah, whatever. Just don't say nothing because you don't want to get in a real argument. But you know what I'm saying? Who are these people to qualify? Unqual- you letting unqualified ding-dongs talk and speak into your life. What is wrong with you? And some of you ladies, let me tell you, I'm hitting the atmosphere. I'm an atmosphere guy. What in the heaven you letting this dipstick moron try to tell you how valuable you are? I'm in the Holy Ghost right now. You can feel it. I'm in a flow and in a gift. You know, I'm like, I start going. Yeah, you like letting these people, some moron trying to tell you, man, you joker ain't got, you ever get, it's like, got, joker ain't got no job, ain't got no this, ain't got no that, ain't got nothing going for him, but he got a PhD in knowing everything. Gonna tell you who you are. Based upon the system of nut he's living in, in between his ears, and he's gonna tell you what you do not do. Problem with some of you is you letting unqualified people speak into your life and tell you who you are, and they, they didn't even figure out who they are. You know what I'm saying? You're going to go to the doctor, and the guy shows up and says, he ain't got nothing going together, and he's going to tell you how well you're doing? No, you ain't. You go in there, Joker got a messed up office. He looked like he got a half his shirt hanging out. He got, like, grilled cheese hanging off his chin. You know what I mean? This guy's going to give you some advice about your health. I'm like, I'm getting a second opinion, bro. <laughs> when you, you know what I'm saying, right? You know what I'm saying? God, this dude guy is trying to help you get, get fit. He got, like, coffee stains on his shirt. Nah, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you taking people, even people, now I'm going to tell you right now, that's the negative. What about the person that's really supposed to be speaking in your life but can't? You, know, you, you cannot allow someone in a moment of time to speak in your life to qualify as a voice in your life when they are unqualified because of what they're saying to you. Holy Spirit's trying to help you. He ain't leading you there. Did you get that? Well, I don't know what you mean by that. This is what I'm saying. This is why I don't understand people. Like, don't, don't listen to people. Anybody. If it ain't been written, I ain't listening to it. But what if, they're, what if they're really good to me? I don't really care how good you are to me. If I tell you anything outside the word of God, don't listen to me. You have my, you have my personal stamp of approval. If I ever tell you anything that God did not say about you or wrote about you, now some of you are honoring when I yell at you in the office, you better deal with it. 
But otherwise, you ain't got to listen to me. I haven't yelled at anybody in a while, so first we God. <laughs> I only get mad at people when they're really stupid. Like one time they came in here and told me, are they in the building? <laughs> now these people tried to tell me they were spiritually married. Oh, my God. I, yeah, that was way back in the day. They ain't here no more. They were spiritually married. I said, bro, if you ain't got a piece of paper from the state of Florida, you ain't no kind of married up in here, bro. You know what I'm saying? I tried to pull that spiritual married business with me. I said, what is spiritual married? And well, between God and man, we good. I said, you ain't good here, bro. Oh, Joker almost knocked him in the head. <laughs> Spiritually married. I said, you got a piece of paper from the state of Florida? Man, that's close, bro. <laughs> if you ain't got no paperwork, you ain't really married. <laughs> and if you watch it, don't come back in my office like that no more. What's wrong with you? Think you're going to pull that with me? I'm an OG, you know what I'm saying, G? Come on, please stop. Look, he'll help you, right? How many of you know that meeting did not go good? Yo, Keith, I slammed the Bible on the desk. Pastor Liz almost tripped out. Roxy, you were in that meeting, weren't you? Yeah, Roxy and I almost, Roxy was getting nervous, Sean. She almost cried. Did you cry? No, no, you didn't cry. She did good. But I, I was going to get violent up and down. Slammed it on the desk, got all mad. I'm really safe. You can come counsel with me. I'm a nice guy. I really am. I'm a really good guy. Just don't come to me with crazy stuff. I'm like, what? They ain't here no more. Those people left like t 15 years ago, 10 years ago. Was it 10 years? Look, after 10 years, there's like a census I could talk about you. You know what I mean? Then you don't know what it is. Like, here's the deal. If you do it in the first five years, I got to have a grace period. After 10 years, everything's fair game. Your name might get you. No, nobody's name. Nobody's name. Alien. But I picked, Pastor Liz was in there, and then they got mad at her. I was like, they got mad. They really did. They got mad at her, and I'm screaming at everybody. It was magical for me. I slammed and saw. I was like, what? Mad? Oh, mad. I was like, what? Screaming. She's over there so cute and sweet. You know P.L. She's like sweet and cute. Roxanne's all sweet and cute. She's like, and they yelled at them, not me. I'm screaming. I got like literally fume coming out of my head. Like, I'm going to hurt you, bro. Knock him out and yell at you. And I was like, and they're looking at me, and they got mad at the girls. <laughs> Ma said they're afraid of me. Is, I, is it better to be loved or feared? I don't know, we'll talk about that next week. <laughs> Come on. He's going to teach you how to pray. Look at this. We got to go. Romans 8, 24. What do you mean he's going to teach you how to pray? How many of you know I don't know how to pray? You know how to pray? I don't know how to pray for you guys. So I, after my six minutes of like, God, you know, bless Tony. I sit there. God bless Tony. Bless Brittany. Bless the boys. Bless mom. Because I pray. That's what I do. I don't know. I don't know. I know, I know your sister a little bit. I know a little bit. I bless the family. I'm done. I got like three minutes to pray. There's my prayer. Keith. <laughs> like Keith, ever the kids, the extended family. I don't know you guys yet, but I'm like, pray. Okay, three minutes later, Michael, that's it, Michael, Michael in the call. How do I pray for you? I hold your face in my mind and I pray in tongues. And so, why? I don't understand about that Holy Ghost stuff. I do because I need it. And I'll get stuff. I'll feel you, man. Some of you, you guys close to me, I'll feel you. You say, well, did you talk to me? No, I feel you. You ain't even talking to me. I can feel somebody. The, the doc, I can feel him. I feel him. I know, I know when stuff's up. How can you do that? Because life is in the spirit realm. I feel you guys. You people get close to me, I really feel you. See what I'm saying? How do I know? I don't know what to pray for you. So if you come in, I hold your face. How in the heaven could you live life without the Holy Spirit? Well, that's weird. You want to know what's weird? Me not being able to help you when you need me. That's weird. 
and your family and the people you love and the kids and stuff like that and grandkids. How you know in heaven and pray for those kids? Hold them in there. I pray for your partners every morning. You get the text in the morning, you've already been prayed for. I'll sit there. I, I, I hold that thing. Fra pangle mende, click, 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 conzo, from bangangle mende, a What is he doing? I'm praying in the spirit. God bless them and prosper them and watch over them and take take your kids. Like Lindsay, I pray. And I pray for some of you guys. And what, what do you, how do you do that? Because I know a little bit of Bruce. And I pray until and when you get it, and then the thing comes out, you know why. Because I pray. Well, does it work? Yeah, it works. Because the devil's scared of me. I've been sent to destroy his works. And I don't, like, I don't like losing. I don't care if I give my best and we lose, but I ain't losing in this thing. This ain't playing golf. This is spiritual stuff. We don't lose. See what I'm saying? You need the Holy Ghost. Look what it says here. For we are saved by hope, but what hope would have seen? What good is that? What are you hoping for? You got to have it, right? But we hope for what? But if we hope for what is not seen, then we wait for patience for it. Likewise, look at 26. Look at 26. Come on, we're done. You can play. Likewise, the Spirit helps my weaknesses, for we know not what we should pray as we ought. That means I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. But the Holy Spirit himself makes intercessions for us, which groanings which cannot be uttered. That's why you need the Holy Ghost. Now, you need him for the tongues, and we'll talk about that. We'll get everybody filled, you know, before that all. But don't be down. You don't know what you should pray. That's why you need to flip the switch and pray in the spirit. But here's what you could do. Ask him to help you in this place. I need your help. You got to get it coming out of your mouth. Holy Spirit, I need your help. Holy Spirit, help me. He helps you. He loves you, man. Nobody loves you more than God. And now here's the thing. With the Holy Ghost, you got to get it filled. And you got so how is he going to get me filled? I'll get you filled with the Holy Ghost. I'll lay hands on you, start praying in unknown tongues, and you all pray in tongues. We'll get you filled today if you want. I don't know. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow, next week. You want to do it next week? Next week, we'll get everybody filled with the Holy Ghost. And if you, you can't get the Holy Ghost, I'll pray for you today. But I'll pray for everybody to get the Holy Ghost and pray in unknown tongues. And you flip the switch and you pray in the Spirit. You understand? And if you can't, if you're not going to be here next week, we'll pray today. Lay hands on you get filled. You need the Holy Ghost. Because I don't know what to pray. You don't know what to pray. How do you know what to do? You know? And you got to... Flip the switch and let them loose. I don't know how to pray as I ought, so what do I do? I lean on the Holy Spirit. I pray in the natural, then I pray in the Spirit. Well, I don't understand what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. You're praying perfect prayers. That's what you're doing. You're praying perfect prayers. Well, that's weird. You want to know what's weird? Losing. Want to know what's weird? People dying and going to hell. That's weird. When they could have heaven. Devil's working overtime to keep their minds blinded. We ain't going to be blinded. We're going to win. Amen? Come on. Stand up on your feet. You did good today. Amen? How many of you need the Holy Ghost don't have the Holy Ghost? Close your eyes in here. Let me just see this. Let me just run a spiritual test real quick. Everybody close your eyes. You're in here today. And you say, Pastor Chris, I ain't coming back here for a minute. But I need the Holy Ghost. If you're in here, if we can't get it, I don't know. This thing's making noise. If you're in here today and you said, I need the Holy Ghost. I don't have him. And I know today is my day. I got to have that right now, today. I can't live another minute. Raise your hand right now. Raise your hand right now. Raise your hand right now. I'm going to pray for you right there at your seat. Uh, next week, we're going to really talk about this, and I want people to be prepared for this. Amen? Okay? I'm going to pray right now, and then next week, I'm going to really teach this thing out for you, and you have a prayer room. Next week, we'll have a prayer room prepared for you. Okay? So next week, everybody, next week will be 
Holy Spirit will fill the whole building. You just come back. You can come back in a week. Ain't nobody that pressed out. And we'll have a prayer team ready, and we'll talk about it and get them all filled with the Holy Ghost. This way, you guys are prepared for it. But I want you to leave in the room not having the Spirit of God. Amen? So, all right? But if you're in here today, just lift your hands to heaven. Just say this out loud. How many know you need the Holy Spirit leading and guiding you? Amen? So just say this out loud. Just say, Holy Spirit, lead me, guide me, help me, reveal yourself to me. This season is going to be my best season walking with you, yielding to you. Thank you for supernatural ability in every area of my life. Now, just real still, just invite him in. Yield to him. Thank you, Father. Help them walk in love, help them walk by faith, and help them pray prayers that only you can give them. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord. Praise your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together for the Holy Ghost. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.